0: Welcome back to Travels with Alicia. I'm excited to get started on this third episode of Japan. My daughter Athena is back to help me cover the city of Osaka and especially our day trip to Nara, which we both loved. Hey, Athena.
1: Hey, Mom. Thanks for having me back.
0: Well Thanks for joining me. Why don't we get started? Athena and I flew from Tokyo to Osaka, and this is actually kind of unusual. Most people take the train. This was just part of our flight package, and we were very close to the airport, so it worked for us. The flight's an hour and a half, so that was also very convenient. But most people will take the train and the bullet train is the most recommended. If you have a JR pass, you can use it. It's included and the train takes, the bullet train will take between two and a half and three hours. So it's pretty easy to do. So what else can we start about Osaka? It's known as the food capital of Japan and it's also known for friendly laid back people. One thing that surprised us though is that Osaka had a really big city feel. So where did we stay? If I think about the hotels, we stayed in the same hotel chain in Osaka, Kyoto, and Kobe. It was called the Royal Canvas. This was, these were like four and a half star accommodations. Um, the hotels were very new and trendy and it was they were very close to transportation. So there were so many good things to say about this hotel. Did you like the hotels we stayed in? Yes, they were very nice.
1: I was excited. Um, I liked the first hotel we were in, and I was really happy to hear that we were going to be staying in it. I think
0: everywhere else. in Tokyo, we stayed in a, a different hotel, but the 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 three other cities we all stayed yeah, they, in Royal Royal it campus. was really nice. They had uh, nice amenities, so what were they? Like the amenities they had onsen spas, and we did cover what an onsen spa is in our first episode of Japan. They also provide pajamas face masks, skin care. They had coffee machines. Do you want to tell them how nice it was, the coffee machines?
1: Like they had everything. Yeah, they had complimentary coffee. You could make lattes and macchiatos um, and matcha drinks. So it was nice to be able to uh, recharge when we would come back to the hotel in the middle of the day.
0: Yeah, that was really nice. And in Osaka, they even had A happy hour machine, which where they had wine and sangria and sake, and they would give you tokens like one or two a day so that if you were back during happy hour, you could help yourself to a glass of wine. And these hotels were so reasonably priced. They were about $50 to $60 a night. So we splurged and each had our own hotel room. And this is definitely something to think about because it greatly increased the pleasure of our trip. We were able to have downtime and sleep better. Don't you think?
1: Yeah. So- I love the pajamas. I thought that was so fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I actually
1: packed pajamas
0: and I didn't, didn't even need them. them. We, they That's something they did in all the hotels we were at in Japan. So, we were there for five days. What did we actually do? On the first night, we went to one of the most popular areas, Dotonbori. And this is the famous area that has lots of food and neon lights. And we knew that Osaka was known as the food capital. So, we were really excited to try some new food. There were many food stalls and restaurants. Unfortunately, the food that we were excited to try or one that's the most popular in Osaka, which is takiyaki, which are octopus balls, they were kind of a bust for us. So why did not why did we not like them? Um I'll try to describe them Athena and then you can jump in. Um they it's basically like a can- a pancake batter that's poured into what were they poured into? Like a
1: like a cake pop mold almost minus the stick like they were just kind of s- circular yeah a pancakes. circular hot
0: pan and then they would fill them with octopus and then put some kind of rice crispy or a panko crisp and then they used chopsticks to flip the dough and they made these beautiful golden balls and they topped it with like usually with like a mayonnaise a barbecue sauce and some bonito flakes but it was kind of weird because the texture didn't work for us do you want to describe it it was
1: um Yes. If I could just describe what we ate, it was a wet, undercooked pancake with octopus in it. So I knew from just researching it, I did not think I would like it. And I confirmed I did not like it, but I'm still (laughs) glad I tried it. Yeah. Everyone else seemed to like it. Like, every. Everyone, everyone
0: else. Everyone else but us liked it. But let me get some reference. My husband Dean is Greek. And honestly, he's the king of cooking octopus. So it's octopus is something that we do eat and we know how we like it. And the Greeks, they'll cook it very slow or pressure cook it. And then it's very tender. And then they'll usually put it on a hot grill and it gets a little crispy on the outside. And it ends up tasting better even than lobster. So that's Maybe one of the reasons, we're very familiar with octopus, and this just didn't work for and us. And pancakes,
1: just the combination of them together. <laughs> it didn't was work for us. not for me. But for, try
0: it for yourself. It's the, one of the most famous dishes in Osaka, and we're glad we did try it. Another place we enjoyed was the Kuraman Market, and this was really, it was an exquisite food market. There were seafood stalls everywhere. They had king crab legs and lobster, and they were just all colossal. Uh, We tried the scallops, and they were fantastic. This place is definitely worth visiting. It's not only seafood. They were amazing fruit stands. Do you remember what you tried?
1: Yes, I remember being very intrigued to try the grapes they had in Japan. They were very expensive, like I think for a small little container of them maybe like 10 or $12. But the grapes were the size of, um, probably a little bit bigger than golf balls and they were amazing. So definitely worth trying. I'm so glad. that I mean, that to me, I thought it was definitely worth a visit.
0: They also had lots of sushi in this market. So it had a little bit of everything. I recommend going to the Curaman market. So I thought I'd end this food segment with our favorite place. And I'm going to spell it for you. It's F-U-K- you are IKI. Cannot say it properly and people are giving me a hard time here <laughs> as I'm recording. Stop laughing, Athena. So, but we ate there twice. It was a very small local place and it was always packed. There was communal tables and we were actually cautious about going in, but the ho- host welcomed us in English and, you know, we went right in and we sat at a table with other people and there was the people next to us just welcomed us, and he was a musician from the UK, and his girlfriend was from Japan, and they're living there. They were very friendly. They helped us order things, and and um, even had us try yeah, some they of their shared food. Their food
1: with us, and they were very nice. Yeah, so I,
0: I have to say, I think uh, I agree that the people did seem friendly in Osaka, and we we did that and had that to prove it.
1: We learned from them, too. They said they compared Osaka to um, Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. In the United States. So that's kind of how they described it for us. I didn't really feel that, but... To them. To them, that was their comparison. That's true.
0: But we liked it so much, we went back then again on our last night there. It was laid back. They had a lot of small dishes, but everything was really, really good. And again, it's spelled F U K U R. IKI. So, in Osaka, I have to tell you, there's something else that just always caught our attention. There are many stores filled with claw machines and capsule games. This is very similar to Tokyo, but we finally just broke down and decided to try the capsule games. So we went into a place, and there's so many machines. You first walk around and have to pick what machine you're going to use. And each machine would have four to six options that would make you want to collect them all. So I decided on a machine that had foam bread keychains. (laughs) Do you remember, (laughs) Athena? I know it's crazy, but I got the croissant. And then, Athena, you picked the machine that had... A uh, crystal hedgehog. Crystal hedge- so hedgehog with little crystals yeah. on the back. And so you got one I remember with red crystals. Mm-hmm. And it felt silly. And this is where you just put the coins in. It's between 100 yen and 400 yen. So a couple dollars. But you put your coins in and twist it and out comes the capsule. And we it, it felt silly, but it really wasn't just for children. There were adults in there playing.
1: Mainly adults,
0: probably. Mainly adults, yeah. especially young couples. So it was fun. And you'll, you can do that pretty much anywhere in Japan. But I think Tokyo and Osaka had the most of that. They mm-hmm. definitely did. So I
1: liked them better than the claw machines because at least you know you're gonna get something. That's
0: true. That's true. So there were two other things we did in Osaka that we loved. The first one was a hedgehog cafe. And I'm gonna let Athena explain this because we just loved it.
1: Yes, yeah, so we went to Harry Wood Hedgehog Cafe, and I think this was my favorite thing I did in Japan. Really? It might just because I love hedgehogs so much, they're my favorite animal, but it was a very cute Hedgehog theme cafe where everything was hedgehog theme, even the little when you go and wash your hands, there's like little faucet knobs that have hedgehogs on it, <laughs> and like the entire place was decorated over the top, but basically, you can go and play with real hedgehogs um and I guess it was a cafe too, which I think we just were distracted, but I'm pretty sure our a mission you could go for about 30 minutes or an hour we did 30 minutes for about 12 dollars i think i think it comes with a drink mom but i just don't think that that was
0: we didn't even pay attention to it it's not really that.
1: i don't think it's mainly a cafe it's more of just an attraction to go see the hedgehogs but apparently you get a drink with it as well like a coffee i guess um and they assigned us to a hedgehog his name was brulee and um, you could still go around and see the other ones, but it was just really fun. Um, You can wear gloves if you want. They put a little blanket on you. We definitely didn't stay 30 minutes. Um, Our hedgehog got really tired, and I didn't want to stress him out, so I just put him back and just looked around um, at the other ones, but they seemed really happy, and the workers were really nice as well. So overall, I would say it's a good experience. If you're just looking to do something different, um, I had a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I, I thought that was really cool. And I did not feel like the hedgehogs were abused or anything. They looked like they were taking care of them. You had, you know, you can only do certain things and put them in one little place to play with them. And uh it, it seemed to be a nice place. So I would definitely recommend it. And it, I'm glad that you enjoyed it because that was, we searched that out. So the other thing we did was we went to the Osaka Aquarium. And this is one of the largest aquariums in the world. So we, Athena and I had not been to an aquarium in a long time, and we thought this might be a good choice. It was so hot out. Being inside, uh, was something we looked, you know, we looked forward to doing something like that. It did not disappoint us. They had uh, like a six story high aquarium, and there was whale sharks in there, and large, large fish, and, uh, it was pretty impressive. They also had these king spider crabs, that were worthy of being in someone's nightmare. I mean, they were really <laughs> creepy. I took a picture of you, Athena, with one of these behind you and it seemed like when they stood up, they were almost like three feet tall.
1: Yeah, they were huge. They oh. looked like spiders, but they were crabs.
0: Well, they're called spider crabs, oh, yeah. yeah. that's. But yeah, it was. they were very, very scary. But I, th- I would recommend the Osaka Aquarium. I thought it was definitely worth seeing and I enjoyed it. There's a bunch of things that you can do in Osaka that we just did not have the time to do. And I just want to mention them super quickly. One is Universal Studios. So if you love theme parks, you really need to go to it. It's a top attraction. They have a huge Mario Brothers um, area and Harry Potter. And for us, you know, we've been to Orlando so many times, and it was over a hundred degrees that you know some of the days we were there. So going to Universal wasn't high on our list. There's also the Osaka Castle, and I actually don't even have a good excuse. I really wanted to see this. Um it was built about five hundred years ago by the man who united Japan after many, many years of war. It's surrounded by a moat, it's white, it's big, it's beautiful. So try to get there if you're in Osaka. This is kind of fun. There's uh, Instant Ramen Noodle Museum. It's really popular. This is an iconic dish, the the ramen noodle. And you get to make your own custom cup of noodles and put your own design on the, the cup and flavors. And we saw a lot of people walking around with a bag that they made their own noodles. So I, I would recommend that as well. Um, I guess last I'll just mention the the Yumida Sky Tower. This is two large buildings that are connected by an observatory, and it's actually a bridge between the two buildings. It's an important part of the Osaka landscape. So when people see a picture of this, they know... It's Osaka, so that's why I'm mentioning it. There's also many important temples and shrines. There's botanical gardens, a science museum. You could see there's plenty to keep you busy for a very long time in Osaka. So what else did we do? We chose to do a day trip. Even though we missed some of the stuff in Osaka, there was a day trip that I know we both wanted to do very badly, and that was to Nara. And that was a 45-minute train ride um, from Osaka. And it's closer to Osaka than to Kyoto. So that's why we did it from here. But I'm going to turn this over to Athena because she will do a better job explaining uh, all the things we did in Nara. We had such a good time.
1: So Nara was actually my favorite destination. We visited in Japan and... Um, like you said, we took the train and it was actually a really pretty train ride. Um you were kind of going away from the city into the mountains, so you got a really pretty view of Osaka um as you were leaving. So that was really beautiful. And um I don't know if you mentioned this already, but Nara is the town known for deer. And um apparently deer are a holy animal in Japan, so it's a very special town to them. And I know you had mentioned um, before we went, Mom, that, that this town had deer. And when you said that, I thought you meant like a zoo where you could go and pet these deer. And that was the main attraction. So then when I got there, I was totally shocked that these were wild deer.
0: Yeah, they were just walking around
1: Yeah, the parks
0: was, and, and, and they were walking around the temples, the yeah, parks, I was everywhere.
1: confused why it was so special because in Pennsylvania we have deer everywhere as well but these deer are so different they were very friendly and everywhere I mean we walked from the train station 10 minutes to the park but even within two minutes of the walk you saw the deer on the sidewalks um in the near the trees and everything and you can buy these crackers I think for like a dollar and feed them they are not really aggressive, but they get really excited if they see you have crackers. So there were kids screaming that were scared. I was honestly a little scared when they started chasing me with the crackers. But in general, they're very friendly as long as you don't tease them and pull away crackers. So You did get some of them to bow to you. Yeah, yeah. That was interesting, too. I would not have tried or known about that until we saw other people showing us, but... Um, if you you can bow to them before you give them a cracker, and they'll bow back, so that was super cute. The town itself is deer themed, so the restaurants, the gift shops, and even the Starbucks um had um, deer sculptures outside, so I think it was a very cute themed town. Do you remember we did a rickshaw
0: ride? We were so hot. We didn't want to walk.
1: Oh yeah, we did do that. It was definitely over a hundred degrees and even just walking around felt kind of unbearable but they had these people that would pull a cart and you could still see the town so we thought we'd give it a try however I I felt bad because I, I can't imagine we couldn't even walk imagine pulling both of us on a cart right that must have been right. really hard but, but it was but, really nice yeah it was <laughs> really nice like they seemed to en- enjoy doing it um it was pretty expensive to do but it was Kind of our only option, um, but we learned a lot. Do you? Yeah, remember? it was worth. It was definitely worth it. Um, I didn't expect it to be kind of a tour. It was I expected it just to be transportation? But um, the person that pulled us around was super nice. Um, even took stopped at beautiful spots and took pictures of us, um, in front of like historical landmarks, and he gave us basically a little tour of the town and told us the history and why the deer are important. And he even shared, um, the most interesting fact I thought was that they have a deer hospital and we thought maybe there was just like a miscommunication or a language barrier, but he definitely explained to us that the deer are so special that they have their own hospital. So if they get sick, they go, if they're pregnant and they have baby deer, they give birth in the hospital. I just thought that was very interesting because we don't have anything like that.
0: (laughs) No, that was shocking. I also like the huge temple. There was a large temple called the Tojaji Temple. And I know it was towards the end of our visit, but it was beautiful. And there was very large, like, pine trees around it, I remember. Something definitely to see if you're in that area.
1: In general, if you like nature um, and... Um, going on hikes. I think it would be a beautiful place to add to your trip. Um, it felt like something out of a fairy tale. Don't forget the most important thing.
0: We did an Airbnb experience in NAR. Do you remember which one that was?
1: Oh, yeah, the pottery class. That was something I really wanted to do. And it was quite an experience. I don't have any um, experience in pottery. I don't think no, you don't do either. I don't either. Um, and we booked this, and I think there was a little bit of a mix-up when we got there. Our instructor, he didn't speak any English, and we didn't speak any Japanese, so it was, definitely, it, was, it was definitely hard, but it was amazing. We were able to just follow him, and he was able to correct us. He would try to give us tips, and we had no idea what he was doing, but he was able to show us um, and give us tips, um, and it was kind of amazing how we were able to create some bowls. I think we made matcha bowls.
0: Yeah. But, I'm... oh, go ahead. No, no. But then the lady did come.
1: Yeah, then then our actual instructor um, did show up. Um, but we did, ju- we did just fine. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And what's the best part? I think we're going to get them, right? Yeah, so they're going to mail us these once they're done um, firing and doing the glaze on them, I guess. So they'll do that part for us. And then in three months, we should expect a package. So it'll be a nice surprise to see what they look like. I can't wait till it gets here. So,
0: Athena, for me, I agree. I thought Nara was definitely a fantastic day trip. And it's it's a more, like you said, uh laid-back town with mountains and things, and, but there's hotels, you, you like you said, you would like to stay a day or two. It's a place you could actually do a day or two in, and there's enough to do there that I think that if someone loves that, that would be an option as well.
1: Yeah, so. the hotels looked really pretty, and I know on our tour with that guy, he had mentioned that a lot of celebrities actually visit this town and stay. Yeah, it's true. That was a fun fact.
0: So, that's what Athena and I did when we were in Osaka. We, I mean, I really did enjoy it. I feel like we did miss some things, but we weren't there as long, and uh, we definitely wanted to get in our day trip to Nara. And just on an in, in ending, you know, the area that we talked about at first that was boardwalk like, this is an area though you have to visit they have so many different, so we talked about takiyaki, but there's also so many other kind of street foods to try. And it's such a fun area to walk around because you're going to see those giant like sculptures on the food stalls, like a 45 a, a foot octopus, giant dumplings and shrimp. And it's just, um it's really eye-catching. It's something not to be missed. And I think that Going to Osaka was a fantastic experience. I hope that you get there. Thank you for joining Athena and I for this episode of Travels with Alicia. Stay tuned for the next episode where I'll cover our week in Kyoto.